Welcome back to episode six of Scary Stories. I'm your host, Scary. Um, six episodes deep and y'all are getting demanding of me. I'm, I'm getting requests. Hey man, when's the next episode coming out? That's very flattering. I appreciate it. Um, having said that, let's go. Um, I think I think you've waited long enough. It's been a few episodes without the guy. He's coming. He's coming. And um, what else? Road rage, because if you know me, I get angry about things. And a little uh, Christmas story. Christmas memories. Let's go. So after uh, the first few episodes contained stories about uh, the guy, um, I was really worried that I was going to beat you guys over the head with this dude, uh, that, it, that it would wear out, it would wear thin real quick, and, and you'd be like, okay, like, what else have you got? So I strayed away from it, and inevitably, um, as Kristen likes to tell me, uh, I was I was wrong again. So y- you guys dig him? You wanted to hear more? Let's um. Let's get back into this, dude. Um. You gotta understand that. The that there was a history of weirdness with this guy, so all these stories that had some kind of innuendo and 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 weird kind of back context were were. Um. Uh, just exacerbated like we, we everybody would kind of be ready to take everything that this dude said on a deeper level and this might help you understand why uh this guy inevitably would ask you how your weekend was because he had something to tell you i said it before we all know these guys they just want to talk about themselves and that's fine because he was fucking entertaining if anything and he says, uh, hey, wh- hey, did you watch any TV last night? Uh, um, hey, man. Um, yeah, a little bit. You know, we get up early for these day shifts, so, so not too, too much. But uh, Yeah, I watched the, uh, the MTV Awards. Oh, okay. The music ones. You like music? Ugh. And again, he was a senior guy, and uh, there was a certain amount of respect that he did command. He did. Um, and, and, and so, see, so you, you put up with this shit. So when he tried to make a connection, you kind of rolled your eyes on, ah, oh, fuck, okay. Let's do this. So you like music? Yeah, yeah, no, I do. Yeah, I didn't know they were on. Yeah. What about that, uh, what about that Miley Cyrus? Um... Yeah, Wrecking Ball, all that shit. Yeah. What What about her? Uh, she was on stage just shaking her shit. Oh, okay. Not really my bag, dude. I, can't, I don't know. Not really a, into the, the Miley thing. Oh, yeah, me neither. I, I liked her a lot better when she was a blonde. Um, sorry, what do you... When she was, a, I don't remember her being a being a blonde. Yeah, it was a few years ago, uh, back on that show that she did for Disney. Um, are you talking? 
Hannah Montana? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. She was really hot on that show. Oh, um... Yeah, dude, she, I think she was, like, pretty fucking young at that point. Ah, yeah, I know. Now she's old and gross. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, she only always, she, uh, she must have fucked those rap guys. That's what she's into. It's made her old and disgusting. Oh, okay. So... Ugh. Same thing happened to that, uh, Kelly Kuko. Kuko. But yeah, you know the one. From the Nerd Show. Oh. Um, sorry, what, okay, yeah. Y'all might know her now. She's on, um, Crave TV on, uh, what's her fucking show called? The Flight Attendant or whatever. Critical acclaim. Haven't checked it out. Beside the point. Um, yeah, she got old and gross too. I liked her a lot better on that John Ritter show. And I'm like, John Ritter? Dude has been like in the earth for a long time. So when the fuck was that? So I had to, I had looked this up. Kaylee Kuko. I don't know how to say her name, but the guy did. He fucking was all over her, but not now. She's old and gross. I liked her back then. Yeah. That was like, um, yeah. The John Ritter show was like 15 years ago, dude. She was, she was like 14. Yeah. So hot. Oh, fuck man. Oh, hold up. You you thought that because I played the break music, like you were done with the guy? No, no, we're not done with him. This is this is the guy part two. Motherfuckers, if I have to live this horror, so do you. So back to the story. Uh yeah, so that Miley Cyrus thought of uh thought of a great way for her to make some money. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think she's doing okay, man. I don't think she needs your business tips. Yeah, but think about it. What if she got into porno? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, the dried out old, old lady that she is, according to, to you. What what do you got? Because I know this ain't the end of it. Yeah, it's very niche, very specialty. I'm going to call it the, the, the Miley Cyrus all anal adventure. Triple A. Miley Cyrus in triple A. And then, uh, then like a secondary title, Miley Soras. Ah, dude, fuck off. So this one's, uh, kind of an interesting story. Cause I see a lot of this stuff on the news and especially now, uh, tensions are high. Uh, there's a lot of traffic on the road with the holidays. People are shopping and everything. Um, and like I kind of said off the top, if you know me, I'm I'm I, I'm not necessarily like an angry dude, but I do not shy away from confrontation. Please yap at me. It's the best. It's 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 fun for me. And you know, not to sound like a meathead, but like if if it does come down to hands, then great, let's do that too. Okay. So knowing this is my mentality, I am a prime candidate for for road rage, if you will. I don't go looking for it, but I'll participate. Um, I was driving down the main drag in town here, taking my time, 
driving the speed limit, you know, got my family with me. And th this will help you out understanding like the kind of town this is. It's very hot, cold. It's very black, white. It's very um, polarizing. You're either, uh, you know, doing okay, mind your business, love your family, that kind of thing. Or you're basically a crackhead. Uh, the other side of the tracks where I grew up, where I, you know, I was born in the, in the, the southern part of town. And um, I feel I've got the right to be able to say these things because I lived it. Um, they're garbage. There's a lot of garbage people down there. Tend, tends to be where they live. Not that there's a fair mix, not a, not a fair mix up here too, but you get what I'm saying. You kind of got one side of town and the other. So this guy driving alongside me, kind of heading toward the mid part of town where things start to get sketchy, pulls up beside me and, um, He's got such a thick accent that I'm I'm having a hard time understanding what he's saying. There was lots of brup brup, what up, blood blood clot and shit like this, and I'm like, what in the fuck are you saying, dude? Hey, you drive like a goof, yo. Okay. Oh, I do. Okay. Kristen's beside me. She's telling the guy to fuck off, too. Because she ain't shy either. She's a tough broad, I'll tell you. But this idiot. And and so so this is how quickly things can escalate. What it was, he, he's waving his arms at me and, and flapping around like a bird. And I eventually say, hey, man, like, I'd rather just pull over and talk about it if, if you don't mind. Would that be cool? Do you want to, would you like to speak to me face to face? Or are we just going to yell at each other from our cars? And he says, no, I ain't doing that, yo. Because I got a ting-ting. <laughs> yeah, these words were spoken. And he's making like, a, like gun fingers. And I said, okay, well, you better fucking pull it out, right? Let's do this. You better shoot me then. And this is where we're at as a people, right? Where that's a go-to for him and that's a go-to for me. It's awful. It's awful. And I was ashamed in the moment and, and had a hard time reconciling the whole scene after because I had acted like a real dinkwad in front of my wife and my son. And my son. Because, you know, heaven forbid, maybe he did have a sweet little shiny ting-ting that he was going to put two upon my head top, you know? And just for clarity's sake, this was a white dude. I'm pretty sure his name was Tyler. He, he was infuriating to even look at. The paper-thin mustache, the, uh, the, the, the rip-off uh, designer glasses, the lift kit on the Honda Civic, the whole deal. I just, uh, I'm keeping this short and sweet. Let's all try to be kind to each other. It is, it is Christmas time. We've never had a COVID Christmas before. Let's try to make it a good one. Don't pull out your ting-tings, boys. Okay, uh, here we go. Third segment. Technically fourth, I guess. But third segment. Um, you've made it through, and I've mentioned Christmas a couple times. 
I'd like to, I'd actually like to hear from maybe a couple of, uh, of you. If you want to write me in, you'll find me on Instagram at scary Blairy. Figure it out. You can write me there. And um, I'd like to, to, to hear some of your thoughts on Christmas. Maybe I'll do like a whole Christmas special, if you will. And if you'd like something spoken about, give me a shout. So to finish up here, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about some of my favorite Christmas memories, if you will. Just really quick. What are yours? I, li- I remember going to, to Christmas dinners just fucking high. Just high as a kite. In high school, just kind of smoking a little whatever. And um, I remember be- very specifically being asked to say grace by my my aunt, who's somewhat elderly. She There's a big gap between my and my mother's siblings. So there was like a 20-year difference. I guess my mother was like the oops. But um, my elderly aunt saying, oh it would be really great if you could say grace. And it wasn't a suggestion. We were already sat at the fucking table. All eyes on me. Paranoid. And I've been, I've been smoking weed for a little bit now. I like to feel like I can handle it. But at that time, oh, fuck no, it was a bad scene. It was, yeah, like I was staring at the stuffing. Just waiting to eat. the wave of paranoia sweeping over me. And I think I blasted out something as far as, as along the lines. Like I tried to make it like super religious. There was a lot of like thanking baby Jesus and thanking. I think I thanked the whole fucking manger, to be honest. Another time I remember rooting around for presents in the basement. This is kind of around the age where you're like, maybe you're not really believing in Santa and you're like, you're hunting. You're like, you're looking for the evidence. You're going to find these toys that my parents have been hiding. Cause I know that, he doesn't exist. And I'm looking with my brother and, and God, the stuff we would find. All the stuff your parents don't want you to find. Like, do a better job of hiding, like, your guns, folks. I remember playing with my father's hunting rifle. Just fucking around with a gun. You know, no big deal. And having said that, I remember the horror of, of actually looking in the freezer, trying to find Christmas presents and discovering that moose heart. Oh, gee, you ever seen a moose's heart? And why are we eating this, Dad? I don't want to eat this shit. God, Dad, what are you doing with that? Hunters everywhere unsubscribing. Well, whatever, I don't get it. It was a fucking horror show. And inevitably you would find a toy. And I remember it just like blowing my mind. Shattering the illusion of Santa Claus. And and it's a sad moment. It's a sad thing. And it makes me think of all the kids this year who are kind of stuck in and maybe maybe they've lost some of that magic. Maybe they've the the the, the feeling that you used to get. I think it's been a long time for us, man. We're adults. Young and old, most of us listening are adults. Um, I guess try to bear in mind the the, the magic that does exist. And uh, if you've got a child that, that still believes, and just hang on to that this year. Give them something, you know. 
Let them hold on to that. Merry Christmas, everybody. Give me a shout. We'll talk again soon.